Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, we are going to look at the subject, living with oneself. Now, this is obviously a spiritual concern that we're talking about here. And today, to talk about this with me is Julia and Corinne. So, starting with you, Julia, what would you like to say on the subject? Yes, well, first of all, I'd just like to say, because uh, when I mentioned to someone recently the uh, title of this podcast, they asked, did I mean living on your own, you know, with yourself? So I explained that it wasn't that, uh, that it was really about how you feel within yourself, whether you are living on your own or with other people, to live with yourself. How comfortable do you feel with yourself? How at peace? Um, How stressed? How uncomfortable? It all really um, relates to truth and how well you know yourself, I feel, because obviously we take a life, we are a spirit in a physical body, and we have to live with ourselves for the duration of that life. And how we deal with other people day to day, the decisions we make, our behaviour, Sometimes at the end of the day, we might reflect and we might feel happy with how our day has gone, or we might feel a bit uncomfortable. And I think certainly if you're someone that does reflect and is honest with yourself, you can you know, make some sort of assessment and hopefully still go forward with a positive mindset. Because, you know, as we say here, it's all about learning and it doesn't really matter if we've made a mistake or done something wrong. We we are learning. But I think, um, you know, a lot of people, I think, are not happy about themselves and with themselves. And I think it does go back to truth. And so at the end of the day, you might have uh, maybe a conflict with another person Uh, You might have to deal with uh, a situation and how you deal with it is your responsibility. You can't really be responsible for another person and how they might deal with it and how they might react to you. So I think what I'm saying is the two important words that come to mind with this is truth, but also responsibility. And that will then um, illustrate in a way how you feel about yourself um, and how you live with yourself do you feel um, comfortable Um, do you feel at ease and do you have a self-respect and again you know this is a journey and I'm sure we all go through this period of time when we really don't know ourselves well and looking back on these times we can perhaps remember that we didn't really feel very comfortable with ourselves we hadn't found that understanding and that acceptance that comes you know through life with experience and with facing up to truth thank you julia 
Yes, indeed. So we're talking about one's conscience in a way, how we see ourselves, how we perceive ourselves. And actually, one of the most important things is getting to like yourself. And quite often people don't like themselves and they openly state the fact that they don't like themselves. And so what are we talking about here then, Corinne, when people say they don't like themselves? What are they saying? It is important to feel good about ourselves. And in this life on earth, we are gifted, we have good qualities and we have flaws and some bad qualities. And perhaps it is important to get to know oneself, to make self-analysis in truth, as Julia has said, truth is very important. And to look both at the good qualities as well as the bad qualities. And in this wise, we acknowledge what it is to be human. We have the spiritual side and we have the physical side. And what is important is to accept that it be so, because it is the way of life on earth. And if we get to know ourselves, we then can discover our flaws and we can start to work through them. And when we start to work through them, we can then start to feel a little bit more comfortable about ourselves. And I think that there is a great deal of acceptance here as well. Because a person who does not like herself, in a way, she does not accept what she is in truth. Perhaps she does not want to look further inside herself. And this is a sad situation because in this way, she is not going to help to develop herself spiritually. Now, when we discover that which is our individuality, we can then discover also our skills, our abilities, and perhaps also our limits. And in accepting all this, we start to find peace. And when we develop this inner peace, this, I believe, Paul, is really helping a great deal to feel comfortable with oneself. So to, to look at oneself in truth, to search, to work, to endeavor, to work through the flaws, to endeavor to try to get a little better, all this will help to, to make you happier, I believe, happy to live, happy with yourself.
Thank you, Corinne. Thank you. So how do we learn to get to like ourselves, to be comfortable with ourselves? Is there any kind of process we could go through to um, try and achieve this, to be uh, in some ways careful not to be over keen about how wonderful we are or more that we aren't worthy at all so we've got to try and get the balance between the two extremes haven't we so how would we go about this julia would you say well i think the first word that comes into mind is patience because you know a lot of us in this world it's not an easy time to live and a lot of us get in quite a sort of muddle we really have perhaps sometimes lost the truth about ourselves along the way and if we get to a point where we feel we need to do something about ourselves and would like to do something about ourselves then this could take some time so I think we should be patient and perhaps even a little kind to ourselves because you know we shouldn't keep berating and looking at our flaws or what we think are our flaws we should just I mean obviously here we do believe that you know that we have a tapestry and you know there's a reason and a purpose in all things so I think the important thing is to take it slowly take each day as it comes reflect on ourselves if we can at the end of each day meditate because that's a great tool to help us get to some truth about ourselves and slowly build up a true picture. You might feel you can discard one or two things that you felt about yourself because perhaps that they weren't quite correct. Or you might feel a little bit more understanding of why you have behaved in the way you have before. So it's it's a journey and it does take time. And I think also you learn about yourself, of course, through interacting with other people. Um, you know, how many of us can think of situations where we maybe maybe didn't show ourselves in a very good light um, with another person? And perhaps on reflection, we could learn quite a bit about ourselves. It may be that we have a similar flaw to that person and something was sort of just getting at us, niggling at us to maybe make us react in perhaps a negative way or, or not a very constructive way. But I think the important thing is at the end of each day, if we can, is to look back as truthfully and as positively as we can. And, you know, if we haven't behaved as perhaps we feel we should have done, then just accept that and just say to yourself, well, okay, that wasn't quite right, but I have learned something and I will try not to to do that and be in that way again next time. So, you know, it does take time, as I think we all would accept here in the foundation. Uh, life is sometimes quite a long journey and it may be that we are here at this time in a life to learn one particular lesson and it could well be a lifetime in order to learn it in part or completely so I would say patience endeavor as Karina has mentioned very important and of course the truth facing the truth and realizing that you have a responsibility to the great mind 
because the great mind has designed the life for you and you have a responsibility to yourself to try and find some sort of peaceful place and a certain balance and if you can reach a certain peace and a certain balance you will be in a better place in your life in what you feel you want to do in how you feel you can contribute to the world and to life around you people will respond to you differently because especially if if there's a sensitivity with other people they'll recognize the truth coming from you so really all this endeavor that you put in to getting to a better place within yourself is a win-win all round and you'll be teaching as well at the same time so I think there are many um, attributes that could come into play in getting to a point where you can live with yourself in a very peaceful way and perhaps finding a certain balance and enjoying life more because of the feelings that you have within you and and also I think as you get to know yourself better you're quite happy being somewhere quiet being somewhere on your own because you have found the acceptance of yourself so it gives you that sort of peace and perhaps even you seek out a little bit more quietness uh, a little bit more from nature I think that all reflects the place that maybe you have reached so it's a journey it's not an easy journey but as we accept here we don't come here to have an easy time but we do have times of joy and happiness as well as times of difficulty that is the balance so the important thing is to find that balance within ourselves and then we can go forward in the right way that's great so Corinne one of the biggest issues that we have as living on this planet is our ego isn't it so the the sense of of self-importance now where does that lie in all of this it is part of the flow of self and it is sad because people with a strong flow of self they can find themselves perhaps quite alone sometimes because others can see it is false because of course the ego is in a way a fantasy so again someone who has got this flaw if they would like to endeavor to try to work through this flaw what could they do they could try to focus on others they could try to focus on the needs of others and gradually they could try to think of themselves less i believe that on the earth everybody has the flow of self but it can be much more developed in some people rather than others but as all the flows it is there for a reason it is there to teach us something and as all the flows there is another thing on 
on the other side of the scale and on the other side of the scale of self, one may find humility. And so it is important to go through life with this flow as the great mind has sent it for us with certainly a great purpose. While Julia was talking, something occurred to me, and it is about um, feeling guilty. Because for many reasons of the earth, the way we have been taught, perhaps, um, the way religions uh, might put it sometimes, when we have made a mistake, perhaps when we have hurt someone, and unfortunately it is so, but while being on earth, we might uh, sometimes hurt another, as sometimes another might hurt us. It is part of life, and the great mind does not judge us, and the great mind knows we might make mistakes and we might hurt someone someday. And it is important that we should not feel guilty and carry this as a burden for, for a long time. Because this also, I believe, is making it impossible to feel comfortable with oneself. If some people are feeling guilty for something, perhaps they could think about this that the great mind does not punish and accepts our mistake, we can accept that we have made this mistake. And, and this will really help to feel better with oneself. Thank you, Corinne. Now, is there anything else you'd like to add, Julia, before we ask Patina to say a few words? And, well, just in fact, with Corinne saying that, it's reminded me of a talk Erasmus gave many, many years ago about all the little composites that we push down inside ourselves and we don't deal with them. And guilt is one that Corinne has mentioned. But, you know, if you're not being honest and you're not dealing with things, all of these situations that you've been through that maybe haven't gone quite to plan, if you don't deal with them, they're all sitting with you so you are going to feel very uncomfortable so perhaps sometimes in a life you get to a point where you really are almost forced to perhaps address things because you know it does get so uncomfortable you're not being truthful and you've got all this stuff inside you which is not really you so it's very sort of logical in a way that maybe something in your life happens to really make you uh, look at yourself and start to unravel and get rid of some of this stuff that really shouldn't be within you and is is hindering your your life perhaps even and uh, stopping you from going forward in a way that could be more fulfilling. Life is not easy at the moment, so I guess there's a lot of people out there who perhaps don't feel very comfortable at the moment. But hopefully with uh, the spiritual awakening and more truth coming out in the world, you know, people will 
have the strength more and more to uncover truth and, and in that way feel happier within themselves and with their lives. Thank you very much, Julian. Thank you, Corinne. Now, Padina, greetings to you. Greetings. Would you like to say something about the subject? I will ask this one to say something. He has learnt recently, which I think he has remembered hmm. and would, is keen to relate this to you, if oh. this is acceptable. More than acceptable. That's lovely. Thank you. Yes. It was something Kareem mentioned about ego. And I shall try and quote something Padina said in a lecture she gave back in 1986. When she was talking about Almatia at home. And Almatia is one who teaches the very young spirits. And there was one particular young spirit called Lackerfoot who asked the question, what is this thing ego? Why is it that man holds on to this? Is it so important, so precious? Does it give him happiness? What is it? And Almesha answered by saying that when man has an ego, it is like a meteor blazing across space for others to stand in amazement and reverence. When truly should he not simply be and try to be a reflection of his creator. And I thought that was very beautiful. And so did Bettina too, when she mentioned this. Okay, Hedley, does Bettina wish to add anything else before we close? Yes, if I may. Just simply to say, at home, in spirit, we too are concerned to maintain as much understanding of our own selves as possible, which should be the endeavour of all people upon the earth as well. And in spirit, if someone, particularly an older spirit, 
is perhaps aware that there might be something within their being that is not quite correct. They would do a browsing, which is something like a meditation of the earth. And they would spend time inspecting themselves very deeply, quite fully, until they have concluded that indeed there was something within them which needed to be corrected or not. But they would know themselves very well. And sometimes an ancient spirit, particularly, would take themselves into the wilderness where they could be alone and where it is very quiet. It is perhaps a little grey there. The sky is of a lavender colour. And the trees are a bit leafless and barren. And yet it is a place not really too disagreeable, where one can remain quiet and to concentrate, enabling one to go quite deep in searching for one's true self within them. And this is something that all mankind should do. It is the key to finding peace, not only in the individual, but across the earth entirely. Because ultimately, it can only be done in truth, as my daughters have both said quite rightly. It is important. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.